What's up, email geeks? Welcome back to another episode of Feedback Friday, the show that looks at emails and talks about why they are really good. Today, I am joined with Tim from Clyde Golden. How would you introduce yourself, Tim? Hey, Matt. Thanks for having me. I am Tim Yaden with Clyde Golden. We're an email marketing agency in Seattle. We've been in about five years now. I feel like we're just getting started. It's just, it's still a lot of fun. Every day is just very interesting. We both picked Apple today, which is a pretty big brand to talk about. I'm a little bit nervous, but uh, what are your initial (laughs) thoughts on what Apple does well and what maybe they could improve on? Well, I think we all know that Apple has a beautiful brand and the products are extremely useful and seamless and they're built for us. What's fascinating to do is a little bit of a gap analysis between what the product is like and perhaps how they interpret the brand into email because the landing pages are lovely and the campaigns are interesting. And then once we get into email, I find it's a little bit, a little bit all over the map. They have so many products, you know, they have their product launch emails, they have, you know, Apple Fitness, iTunes, Apple TV. There's a lot of different brands under the Apple brand. And I'm curious, Mm -hmm. you know, I think specific emails might get a little bit more attention than other ones. As such a big brand like Apple, how many people might be on their marketing team and How can they all keep it seemingly consistent across all the different products that they offer? In the end, it's all just Apple to me, whether it's iTunes or some other sub-brand within it. And so I think remembering that when you you are doing marketing for a company like this, you had sent a handful of examples before we chose Apple. And one of them that you had sent was Nike, which deals with a similar scenario. And I thought they handled it really well in which there was always a consistency of that swoosh at the top. While I understood it was Nike, they were bringing in all sorts of different sort of products and activities as they went. And I feel like Apple and Nike in a certain regard, there's a parallel between those two. And it's interesting to see when they have a campaign for you know a special event versus they're, they're rolling out uh, another several iPhones or you know they have an event or something like that that they wanna talk about. It's not easy to do and it takes some discipline. Definitely. All right. Well, we picked out three examples to look at. These are actually the top three most popular, most collected ones on the site. This uh, nice animation here on that mom's day, a very subtle animation, but it's only right when it loads, which I almost wish it would repeat maybe every like 10 seconds instead. I mean, I think this is a nice way to maybe capture someone's eye, but when you're adding too much in a GIF and like people wait like 10 seconds to actually communicate the message, I think that's kind of when maybe email marketers go a little bit overboard with GIFs. I mean, to add on to that, you have about three seconds from that subject line into the headline. And then if the subject line got me in and then the headline doesn't load, most likely you're going to bounce on to the next email. You know what's cool about this layout? First off, that CTA is lovely because it's transparent and they can use a lot of different color behind it and get nice contrast. But they're bottom aligning the type in the module from the bottom up, and so they're building up. And so as I scan, the eye consistently goes to the same place in the module, and it's extremely easy to scan. Type is nice and small. The images are quite large. I can actually begin, I can see the fabric of the band, which is lovely in something like this. You know, this is a Mother's Day email, and I think we've all done things like this. And what this is, is it's a collection of wonderful things for mom you're not going to have a CTA right at the top. You're going to try to get people to bundle. You're going to try to get people to come into the site and take a look around. And you're just trying to solve a problem for Mother's Day of what should I get my mom? I want to point out one thing here up in the subhead. 
and you see this all over the place. Get two-hour delivery on select Mother's Day gifts for $9, Superscript 1, or pick up at the Apple Store. Those superscripts, those like asterisks, there are some paragraphs in these that have an asterisk and a number. Everywhere you go, there are claims that they're trying to protect. And I feel like, I feel like there's a brand team and a campaign team and a product team, but I feel like the true lead for Apple is the legal team. And everything that you do probably has to go through legal and they're just plastering asterisks all over this thing. To be honest, it's not very scannable. It's a little irritating and it's a little off-putting. We've done lots of emails for banks and a lot of financial institutions and there's not half the number of pieces throughout pointing down at these various claims or just specific deals. I find that really interesting that a common message throughout the Apple emails is legal. Now the legal at the bottom, the small boilerplate, not a big deal. But I do mm -hmm. feel like I wish that there could be a way that there weren't just so many superscript numbers and asterisks hiding in, in the messaging. I really like their use of color, sort of breaking up these different sections into like the different products. Okay, this is their watch. These are maybe accessories. This is another kind of device and then more accessories. So I think that's smart of, of breaking these up and still using live text. I know these buttons are images. I would be nice to see them try out, you know, like a bulletproof button if they could. Scrolling down, I, I noticed too that they have this sort of catch-all CTA, which I think I, I usually like to see, but it's done with that plain text and with a little bit of a hover effect underlining that. It's sort of a rescue uh, yeah. CTA. You could have placed something like that right up top for people who just wanted to go straight in mm -hmm. and yeah, underneath uh, that hero. click and go shop. Some people yeah. just get this and they're like, right, sure, let's go take a look at Apple, see what they have. And then after this, they sort of transition away from those products to more, I guess, secondary. I thought I was impressed that this is, you know, still using live text. Usually I would have sort of expect a banner like this. Someone might try to lock it up in an image. They have this, this fun little headline here, and then they kind of show you these individual reasons why you might want to interact with their site. So this is like an interesting way to sort of break out maybe like a navigation bar kind of mm -hmm. these quick links at the bottom. I was surprised these were actually links. I thought they were kind of just more like icons supporting the messaging, but it does kind of seem more like a bottom navigation section. You need some sort of emotional anchor to the bottom of an email that suggests we're done. I thought this does a nice job of it. I would also say this is the body copy, the live body copy, like get free, no contact, delivery for your gift is centered. It's center justified type. And this is about the longest amount of center justified type you can safely use and still get expect people to read. You can almost absorb that trade in an old device and save without actually having to read it. If you have 30 words in there, if you have 80 characters or, or more, you're going to need left justified body copy so the eye can bounce back and forth and just quickly scan. That's really something to be careful of, to use center, center justify type in short, short bursts, tops, unless you just don't want people to read it. I think, I think this works. I think, yeah, no more than three lines is usually what I, I think the threshold is um, with the center line text. And even this section is kind of, you know, advanced down it being like a three column layout. You're kind of throwing a lot of information, but it's still sort of scannable and easy to read. So. I'm curious if, you know, dropping it down to two or giving a little bit more room to breathe, but I think they use white space and effectively enough to sort of make this work down here. It's just my job to quickly get you to the site. It's not my job to really teach you anything in an email yeah, like yeah. this. I almost feel like this email is a little long. There's a few pieces about three quarters of the way in that I'm, that don't feel like the rest of it. 
We have a, a specific product launch email. Of all of the emails that you sent, this mm-hmm. one annoyed me the most. The center type up at the very top, uh, the description of both. It's a list of features. I'm still not sure that I've actually read all four lines. Like I almost <laughs> need to close an eye to read these things. But there were some, a few things on this email that I did like. I was, it was interesting mm-hmm. to see them use those rounded corners. It kind of softens the imagery a little bit and kind of makes these feel like individualized cards. There's a nice resonance with the shape of the device itself. You know, and I think it's hard for a lot of people that, you know, they say like, oh, I want my emails to be like X. And a lot of people do maybe say Apple, you know, you might not have this kind of a stunning product photography or, you know, ability to bring in color palettes like this. So I do give them credit on them sort of doing their own thing always and uh, trying to surprise and delight in the inbox. This is a long scroll email. I know this is a product launch email and everyone wants to get their little piece of the pie of something like an email like that, but there's just a lot of content within this one that mm-hmm. uh, might be a little bit too much for me. I mean, someone opens up an email and you have about three seconds to get their attention. You've only got a few more seconds if they're actually interested to decide to click through. People will scroll. Uh, people on their phones scroll on Reddit all day long. People, if they're interested in an email and the content, they will scroll to the bottom of it. When I say when they're too long or the files are too heavy and they get clipped, that's a fear. But I don't have a ton of fear of creating a long, tall skyscraper email that people are gonna wander through and be interested in. I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Thumbs are pretty strong at this point and we can just scroll forever. And so if you can get them to the bottom, that's great. That said, most people aren't going to the bottom of promotional marketing emails. Wow, look at this. Yeah, I know, I, mean, I was going to say, this is it's like the CVS receipt. It just keeps kind of going. I kind of like a Marvel movie want there to be a module <laughs> down at the bottom with some sort of joke or something or explaining what's going to happen in the next product launch. And if I got all the way down here, I deserve something. You know Exactly. All right, well, we got a fun one for the last email that we're going to look at. A little bit of a webinar one, too, because I assume this might have been a virtual conference this year. Well, this one, you know, gets right into it. I really liked the... I think it's, you know, Memoji sort of people up here. Definitely like the code and the reflection of the eyes. That's a really cool touch, and I really like this graphic. Some of their event invites actually are just one large image, but I do think that they use live text here, which is cool to see. I like that it sort of takes over the entire email, and I like the, the dark-themed email. What are your thoughts on this one? I like the art, too. I think those are cool. We have the centered body type again. And then scroll down for more. We're in an email. There's nothing else I can do. How about a CTA to register? Yeah, that would be nice. Right there. Just, put, just go ahead, because there's one at the bottom. This is learn mm-hmm. more. You have all of this not quite scannable, uh, centered, light contrast, body copy that's pretty small. I have a copywriting background, and I've written a lot of CTAs. And learn more is the lowest common denominator of CTAs. It doesn't yeah. really ask me to do anything. It's just like, I know I need a CTA there and learn more. The only thing worse than learn more would be click here because that's the only thing you can do with a button is click here. And then it's just a mystery of what's going to happen afterwards. But realistically, register now uh, may be a little bit stronger. If you took this content and placed it into the Mother's Day email, I bet it would perform better uh, with short, easy to scan blocks yeah, yeah. And, and, and in a flow that makes sense with a nice big headline at the top and CTAs that are designed to get people to do things. It would be fascinating to just take the exact mm-hmm. same content and test it. Well, I think that covers most of the Good. Apple emails. 
definitely would say go on to uh, really good emails and look at some of the other examples. Uh, they, they do a lot with email. It's interesting to see the different layouts and content that they use in order to uh, connect with their subscribers. All right, Tim, uh, any, anything to plug? Where can we find you online? We're at ClydeGolden.com all day, every day, uh, making great emails. Fantastic. Yeah, you guys have uh, great blog posts up there. I know you guys feature really good emails in some of those blog posts, so I'm we really excited. I would say definitely give those ones specifically a look, but you guys have a lot of good content on your site. Well, thank you so much, Tim. It was fantastic to talk with you today. Have a fantastic week. All right. Have a good day.